0: ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. What up, it's 6 o'clock. We are live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. Hanging out in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. We got two magnificent hours set up for you. David Bauman will join us. We'll talk some Orlando Magic basketball. We are 25 hours away from the NBA draft. All over Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs. All over Dwight Howard getting dumped. For the second straight year on the exact same day. One year later, 365 days. That was the Dwight Howard tenure in Charlotte.
1: Now. No. I feel bad for him. I
0: now. do not feel bad for Dwight Howard. <sighs> and that is our Dread teed up question of the night. Who's the most disliked player in the NBA? Not hated? Most disliked, most hated. Who's the most disliked, now, most hated player in the NBA? Are you talking fan base or you think within the NBA? I think that Dwight Howard might be actually cross both of those boundaries. Wow. I think that he might. We'll get to that coming up at 6.30. Want to get your thoughts? 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. Also on Twitter at ESPN580Nick. And at the Jerry Daniels, we'll talk some Magic Basketball. We'll talk NBA. Uh, a very strange injury in Major League Baseball and a couple other fun stories as well. Let's get the top trending stories. Round Orlando it is. The Yingling Six
2: Pack. The Yingling Six-Pack. Because we know you like your Yingling cold. And
3: your topics hot.
2: It's the Yingling Six-Pack. The six most talked about stories today. On Live, Local, and Loud. One.
1: You heard it. You know it. Tomorrow you can listen to it at 7 o'clock following Live, Local, and Loud right here on your source. For all that sports in Central Florida, it is the NBA Draft. Tomorrow the Orlando Magic will have the 6 overall pick for the second year in a row and I ask who will be in a Magic uniform tomorrow night. Well, I guess they just hold it up, right? They just kind of They just hold
0: it up. I I don't know. It depends on who you pick cuz that guy, yeah, he'll put the hat on. Who's yeah, going to don the, the hat draft on.
1: hat? By the way, those draft hats are nice. the jerseys too. Do they put it? They don't put a jersey on though. No, but they have them ready and they, they do the little photo ops afterwards. Yeah, they do. The,
0: the, the players put the hats on. I like the hats. Have you seen the hats this year? No. Oh, they've they got all these nice. different patches on them. They're kind of nice. I like them. Uh, it comes down to, to five players in, in my mind. It comes down to Trey Young, Colin Sexton, uh, Wendell Carter Jr., Mo Bamba, who I guess the Knicks are really high on. That's the guy they want to put next to Porzingis. And then our guy SGA, Shea Gilges Alexander, who. If he gets taken, the Magic may move back a couple of spots, but uh, it comes down to those guys. And it's funny because the calling card of Jeff Weltman and John Hammond is they like guys with positional size. I saw uh, Josh Robbins wrote an article about this today on uh, uh, the Orlando Sentinel. I haven't gotten to it yet, but this draft, they're going to have to really make a decision. Do we want a player that doesn't quite have the size that we like at this position, but may have the more upside, the more skill? Or do we want to go a guy with the positional size? Michael Porter Jr., I think he'll be there at six. I don't think anyone's going to take Michael Porter Jr. in the top five. So do you risk the injury concern with the upside of a big man that can shoot at that size? With a guy who is comparing himself to... Kevin Durant and Giannis Adetokounmpo, a guy who thinks he might have that kind of upside that could play like those guys. When you've missed the playoffs for six straight years, you might want to take that kind of risk. But a lot of options at six. Here's what I do know. The Magic are getting a dude at six. They're getting a good player, which this could be the start of the Magic turning this thing around. I think there should be a lot of hope coming from one Magic place tomorrow.
2: The number
1: two trending story in the 407-321 brought to you by our friends at Yingling, America's oldest brewery since 1829, is the World Cup. Three games today on the docket is the seventh game over there in Russia. Uh, Portugal eliminating Morocco, that's they are out. Uruguay eliminating Saudi Arabia, of course, you know, Saudi Arabia lost 5-0 against Russia on day one a week ago. And then this one kind of was entertaining. I sat down with a nice cold yingling today and actually got a chance to watch Spain versus Iran. That was frustrating if you're a Spain fan because that should not have been a 1-0 game at all. You got nothing for me. Is it going to be like this the entire World Cup? I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. And you know what it is? I really got into the World Cup four
0: years ago. I really enjoyed it. U.S. was in. No. No, no, stop. People, please stop telling me this because I love sports and I love competition. The time the games are on sucks. Okay, I get that. I, I wake up because I work until nine thirty. It do? sucks. See this side of the world. It's just not fun. It's like, oh, I wake up and it's I, I get around to wanting to watch something around eleven o'clock and it's like, one and a half
1: of the matches are over. There's another match. I'm not really into Spain, Iran. I'm sorry. I just can't Spain's get into it. It's fun to watch, but they're not playing. It's just this is the most exciting World Cup I've seen in my life. It, the games are good. They're really good. They've all been close. You're right. I mean, look at
0: today. one nothing. one I wish nothing. the NBA playoffs were one like nothing. this. one they were for three rounds. People just like to correct it because it's a hipster view that, oh, you know, oh, it's not fun to watch. Whatever. But I'm, I'm not into it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I just can't. I can't get into it. I, maybe the United States has more to do with it. I don't know, but I just can't get into it, even when they're on TV here. I'm just not into it. I'm sorry. I,
1: I guess it's, we'll call it a character flaw. 3. You have a long list on that. We have to add another one, too. Oh, to it. wow. Pot-calling kettle, Pot calling kettle here. My goodness. We're going to stick with the soccer theme. We actually got three soccer stories that hit the 407-321 top six at six. Your mm. Yingling six-pack number two is back to Russia. Guess what? They've run out of beer. How do you run out of beer? I don't know. <laughs> Yingling needs to send him a
0: care package. We're not over there. I know, but they got it. At this point, it's calling all cars.
1: Now, Yingling will ship worldwide to military bases, but, you know, there's not a lot of U.S. military bases in Russia. No, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I don't think there are. Uh, but, yeah, day seven of the 2018 World
0: Cup in Russia and Moscow already facing that major problem, running low on beer. have to drink some mules. Soccer fans mules. all over the world congregated in Russia, and they only want to drink beer. They don't want to drink vodka. I can't imagine these Russian, these Russian bars, and they're like, how are our sales? No one's buying the vodka. What? They're all, they only want beer. We don't have enough beer. I I don't know what you do here. How are you not ready for this?
1: I don't get this. I uh, I don't think they understood how popular beer would be because Russia's not a beer country. No, it's a vodka country. I get it. I'm, I'm more a of a liquor guy litter. than I am. I'm more of a liquor guy than a beer guy. I get it. Do but you do vodka? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Oh, I like, I I, I like, I, it's the one thing I, I'm weird with. This is because I'm Irish, I guess. The list of things I, love I won't the potato do is much vodkas. shorter. Potato vodkas? Yeah. Okay. I, the, the list of things I won't
0: do is much shorter than the things that I will. I'll tell you that. There are <laughs> only a couple of things I absolutely won't
1: do. Uh, Four. We're halfway through our Yingling six pack, brought to you by our friends at Yingling. Golden Pilsner is now available at a Publix near you. It is America's oldest brewery since 1829, sticking with the soccer theme. Orlando City is back on the pitch tomorrow. That game is against D.C. United, but then you're going to tell me, wait, you told me they weren't going to have any MLS matches. That's correct. They're not. This is Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. This is the second game in the series after Orlando City managed to beat Miami FC after losing to that same team Mm -hmm. last year. D.C. United is one of the worst teams in the MLS, but you never know what's going to happen in the Open Cup, so don't be surprised if Orlando continues their slide. But this will be the first match since the outing of head manager Jason Christ.
0: Yeah, that game is actually tonight. That match is tonight uh, in the U.S. Open Cup between Orlando City and D.C. United. Is it already the 20th? Uh, today is the 20th, oh Jerry, my yes Oh god My my week's just
1: flown by. That
0: match is tonight. Um, Yeah, tonight. tonight. I hope you at least get a team that shows up and plays like they care. Your coach got fired. The team is in the middle of a swoon. You've lost six straight MLS matches. Yes, you won a U.S. Open Cup match against a fourth division team that's terrible. Uh, Can you go out and beat a bad MLS team? I'd like to see them come out and act like they care because this organization is at a point where they're looking for someone to lead them going forward. And really, a lot of this is on the players and the way that they've kind of conducted themselves the last six weeks or so so you hope they come out and they play well
1: if they come out with no energy tonight you're you're in a ton of trouble five charlotte hornets have agreed to send the dwight mayor to the brooklyn nets in trade for two second round picks cash and timothy mozgov right Timothy Moskov, Timothy? Yeah. Timothy mm-hmm. Moskov. Um, League sources told ESPN Charlotte was determined to move Howard, who has a $23.8 million expiring contract. Um, so he's going to get paid this year, correct? Dwight? Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Dwight's going to get his money. He to gets what I'm
1: saying it's 23 this year, and then he's off.
0: 23, right? and he's done. Yeah, he's an expiring contract. So what the Nets are really doing here is they're opening up two max, cal- max wow. uh, salary slots for next summer. So, they're going to be a player for guys like Jimmy Butler and Kyrie Irving, and they'll have an opportunity to pitch those guys if they'll come in and sit down with them. Uh, Dwight Howard is. He very well could be out of the NBA after this contract's done. Like, I'm, I'm serious when asking in our Dubs Dread Teedup question tonight who's the most disliked player in the NBA? It might not be fans, but amongst players i think dwight is in the top five for guys that players just don't like and i'm tired of the narrative of him being misunderstood i'm tired of him talking about how he's changed because this is now three straight organizations houston atlanta
1: charlotte that couldn't get him out of there
0: quick enough six
1: Corey kluber became the first pitcher this season with 11 wins why is that important because a lot of people believe the 20 game win pitcher is dead i have a question for you nick of all of the positions in sports which one has been the most affected statistics-wise over time? And I would say is it the pitcher for major league baseball? Statistics-wise. Yeah, like it's harder to compare generation to generation than any other position. Well, I, I Because think- you have the different ball errors, right? You had the, the hard ball error, the softball mm-hmm. error, the steroid era. The steroid error. Now we have what we think is the juice ball era. Is it is it is it harder to compare pitchers from generation to generation? Well, I think than we any just compare athlete? them
0: differently now. I mean, you're talking about the win loss record, which yeah. was overvalued year after year because well, we, don't, com- we don't we don't take into games. account we don't we don't but we don't take into account run support in that situation. Yeah. I mean, how many times you know did you see a guy like I don't know Tom Sievert throw yeah. a complete game and he Tom lost Sievert one too. to nothing or something? Or, yeah, I, I mean a Sandy Koufax, those yeah. types of guys. Nolan Ryan pitching a complete game, he allows one run on five hits. Loses the game in today's Major League Baseball. That guy goes six innings, not you know seven innings, and they lose the game. Now they are kind of
1: like a game manager back in those days because they would pitch seven, sometimes eight, sometimes nine innings complete games. Um, but that's kind of also a role that's changed, and now the catcher is pretty much the game manager. <sighs>
0: Yeah, I think the way that we evaluate pitchers has changed quite a bit. But statistically, no. I mean, the stats are the same. It's just what's the most important stat to you? Uh I would I think that I would look at uh probably more from a from a a basketball standpoint, the center, what's changed the most in terms of how we evaluate those guys and kind of the numbers they put up and what we think is actually a decent big man in the NBA. That's what's changed the most
2: to me.
1: Corey Kluver, another name that came through the Florida League. You can watch the best of the best right here in Central Florida. Tonight is Thirsty Thursdays out at Sanford Historic Memorial Park, a dollar a yingling up there. You can go there every Thursday through the season. For more information, visit floridaleague.com. Tonight
0: is not Thirsty Thursday. Tonight is what? Oh, tomorrow's Thirsty Thirsty Thursday Thursday. Oh, why tomorrow. am I a dead? I don't know. No, he's Jerry Daniels. On the Nick NBA Runowitz, draft is tomorrow. The NBA draft is tomorrow. Our coverage that. begins at 7 o'clock. Jerry and I will walk you right into that tomorrow. Coming up next, we'll get to the Daily Rewind, our Dubstrad teed-up question of the night. Who's the most disliked player in the NBA? Ooh. And I think Dwight Howard is definitely on that list. It's live, local, and loud.
3: This is ESPN
0: 580 Orlando's Live, Local, and Loud. Nick and Jerry back for you here on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Jerry. Wednesday edition of the show.
1: The whole June twentieth, Wednesday,
0: me. June twentieth, live, ah. local and loud, here on ESPN five eighty.
1: All right, so for the listeners out there, so besides, no, no, they don't care.
0: They don't care about you being busy. They don't.
1: No, I'm not. I wasn't even gonna go. They there. don't.
0: They don't care about we. Everyone's got lie. Everyone's <laughs> got bleep to deal with. Man, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care at all. Dubstrad teed up question of the night. Who's the most disliked oh, player in the NBA? No love. Eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. text is two one two three two I'm sorry go ahead I'm go No
1: ahead. no no it's just you know one of my ventures is blowing up this week and mm-hmm.
0: I've just been busy. No and I'm very I'm very, very happy that <laughs> that you have projects going on and stuff. I'm 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 really glad. But I didn't by the way, all those places you visited today, were they expecting you Thursday instead of Wednesday? Is that what I mean, happened today? That is what happened. That's probably what happened. Text is 2123T. You can get us That's on Twitter. Spain gave gave me an ulcer. At ESPN580, Nick, and at the Jerry Daniels. We're going to come up uh, and talk about that most disliked NBA player coming up at 630. That's our Dubs Dread it up question of the night. I, I think Dwight Howard is at least on that list. Like, If I were to make a list. I think
1: m- you're right that he's the one that crosses over.
0: I think so. I think amongst amongst NBA players... He, he's in the top five. That's for sure. Did you put Kawhi in there? <sighs> On the Spurs? On the Spurs? Sure. Right now, Kawhi is everybody else's best friend. Know. They apparently, want him to come to their team.
1: Uh, I've heard rumors across the league that he's set a few people off. I mean, I know Kawhi, I know Kawhi and LeBron now are kind of contemplating if they can work together, but mm-hmm. at one point, apparently, LeBron didn't like him either. I, I think that...
0: I mean, of course LeBron didn't. I mean, his team beat him in the NBA finals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I think that these guys that famous
1: a, look he gave him when he came back on the court. Yeah,
0: there's a fine line where these yeah. guys walk between kind of frenemies and actual friends. And yeah. and and but how many stories do I have to hear and you go through the news cycle today, and if you haven't heard, Dwight Howard traded from the Charlotte Hornets today to the Brooklyn Nets in exchange for Timothy Mosgoff and two second round picks. Basically, Charlotte wanted to get Dwight Howard the heck out of Charlotte. Yeah. They send him to Brooklyn. Now, Charlotte has to take on an extra year of a contract for a big man in yeah. Timothy Mozgov. He's under contract for another season. They take they get two second round picks. Less money though. It is, and that's what this is about for Charlotte. It's about Dwight. It's about Michael Jordan being kind of cheap and not wanting to pay the luxury tax. And well, you have a first time
1: head coach in James Borrego there, and and everybody knows Dwight was only in Charlotte for one reason. Why is that? that? Reasons in my in Orlando. Yeah, Steve Clifford. Yeah, they did it well, to make why Steve Clifford happy. I really Clifford thought happy, we were going to be able to work a deal to get Dwight here. I wouldn't want him now. I wouldn't. Once again, it's another franchise where I go. You don't take him for the mid level. What's the mid level now? Well, that's. Like, but here's seven? the thing.
0: Dwight's not going to take the mid level next I, year. No, I think Dwight. Dwight will walk away from that money. Dwight. I don't what? think Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard will not be in the NBA next year. There is not that's a not team true. in the NBA. It's not that is going to take Dwight Howard. He'll take. He'll take the mid level. No, he won't. I don't think he will. I don't think Dwight Howard's ego. I think he thinks he's Dwight Howard is money? one of the most egotistical NBA players out there. He has such a high opinion of what himself. Been he league like 14 he years he fancies himself Hakeem Olajuwon, which he's never been, and a combination of The Dream, I guess, and <laughs> Will Chamberlain, which we know he isn't. Yeah. And he he carries himself like that. He's a clown. He's always been a clown. He's been an, Shaq was a, clown? a guy that's never Yeah, but Shaq took himself seriously when it counted. Like he has. Like Shaq got himself to a point where By the way, that's thirty for thirty with And by, by the way, you can be a clown when you're extremely talented, and Dwight yeah. Howard has never been able Is to that mold my with the team. Yeah, to I get think so. Extremely talented? That's probably that's probably some of it. Oh. But no, I don't expect Dwight Howard to be in the NBA next year. He's gonna come off of a twenty three million dollar deal and look around, and teams aren't going to want him. The NBA moving away from the big guy. They're not as important. You say that, especially look at this draft especially a big guy. Yeah, okay. Young athletic bigs that will set picks, <laughs> play defense and roll shoot a three. and shoot threes yeah. and I know Dwight keeps telling us, you know what, that he's he's working on, that three. he's working on his three-point shot and you know he's going to get it all figured out and they're going to, you know, they're all going to ride off into the sunset and they're going to love watching him shoot threes. That's just not that's just not the case. I I don't see him being in the league. He's he's, he's talented. He's going to be in the league. A guy just averaged a double-double this year. 16 and 13. And got traded. Now, if China pays him? Can you believe what a... a, Sure, overseas teams will take him. But I mean, what kind of a pain in the ass do you have to be to average a double-double in the NBA and have a team say, "Eh, thanks, no thanks. And this is for the second well, straight year. In fairness, Atlanta did the exact same thing. Atlanta said, hey, thanks, no thanks.
1: If it was just Charlotte and it's about the luxury tax, I, I get I, it. I disagree with But you this here. is three straight teams, Jerry. Yeah, but timeout. A lot of this is these, with the exception of Houston, which was clearly uh, the bearded one down in Houston said, get rid of them. But with Atlanta and Charlotte, both of these teams were going from, let's make the playoffs to, we're going to rebuild. So he was moved out in both situations as part of a rebuild. And the other part is is Clifford, who, by the way, made him a serviceable center in the NBA, was gone.
0: I'm trying to remember when these contracts were handed out, but off the top of my head, in the same year where Dwight Howard was traded from Atlanta to Charlotte, they also locked up, who was a Dennis Schroeder, to a big-time contract. That doesn't necessarily tell me that they're in process of rebuilding. I think Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's kind of rebuilding. Atlanta's kind of. Well, Atlanta's in a full rebuild now. They're trying yeah. to unload Dennis Schroeder, but they made some of those trades. I think hope to get him out of there. But they thought they might have a chance to win a little bit this year. They thought that they did. Charlotte thought they had a chance to win, and that's what Dwight Howard has been since well, leaving Atlanta. Who's the Orlando?
1: only bigger a hole in the history of basketball than Dwight Howard? The man who just got rid of him. I mean, Michael Jordan was famous for being an A-hole.
0: Yeah, when you're the greatest of all time, you can be that. But when you're Dwight Howard, who, by the way, has really won nothing in his career outside of you know, his, his time here in Orlando, I mean, this is going to be team number
1: six for him. Team six. Yeah, is he the only big man to go to L.A. and not win a ring?
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Think about it.
1: What, they've had three <sighs> I don't know, it's all-star kind of big men, right? I'm, I'm,
0: I mean, well, I'm not, I'm big men to go to L.A. and I mean, win a ring. I mean, Every time they bring guys. it up
1: every time they bring a when when dwight went to la it was a big deal right yeah okay so and when he went the 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 conversation was he was going to be the next shaquille o'neal the next superman right they've had three before they've all won rings shaq won a ring there well there were plenty of big guys in between i mean you're kind
0: of you're kind of selectively picking out big guys that won rings they've had plenty of big guys that have not, not won not those rings.
1: all-star big guys
0: okay so you're talking about Uber-talented big man.
1: Kareem. No, you're right. The talented guys won a lot of games. Oh. I mean, that's the point you're making. But I'm saying he was a disappointment in L.A., and that just kind of cracked him going down. He was. Kobe Bryant. And and, And Kobe Bryant destroyed
0: him. And that's that's because of the attitude Dwight has had, where it's, all right, I'm not going to really take this seriously. I'm going to hang out. We're going to have a good time. And... He has this way of kind of just grading himself on a team in a locker room where, I mean, was it Brennan Hayward today on Sirius XM NBA radio? He has this report where it's Charlotte, Charlotte locker room grew tired of Dwight Howard's act. They got tired of it. They didn't, they got tired of his bleep. And that's, this is the third team in a row. Now I'll say it again, that, you know what? We're tired of the act. If you want to talk about him wow. and James Harden, not getting along, that's fine. But James Harden also looked at Dwight Howard. and was like this clown. Really? Same thing in Atlanta. I mean, we brought him in. We're happy. Dwight Howard's crying at the press conference about coming home and being near his parents, and and a year later, thanks, no thanks, man. We want to move on. And that's not just about a rebuild. That's about the fact that this guy, during the the exit press conferences, is not happy with his role. He's talking about how he wants more touches. Dwight has
1: never been able to help him get, get out of his own way. I mean, you're saying, is he the most hated? Maybe the other question is, is he, is he the biggest disappointment, not considering injuries, is he the biggest disappointment in the history of the NBA.
0: He had a whole lot of talent. He just got a lot of bad one advice. one time, he
1: was possibly... I mean, the mantra was, is Dwight Howard and will Dwight Howard be better than LeBron James?
0: Yeah, I know. I remember that really stupid article, too. I read that one, too. <laughs> 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. It's the live local. Now, he's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunowitz, Nicky Football. Uh, I, I mean, his talent, he was an MVP candidate. He was one of the most universally liked... NBA players we talk about falls from graces a lot in sports and I I want to I want to keep talking about him being a disliked player uh because I think amongst NBA players he's one of those guys that a lot of guys especially the greats look at and roll their eyes at where it's I mean he would so be like
1: Kevin Garnett gets a pass because he was so good because no one liked him no Garnett.
0: I mean I think you could throw Kevin Garnett on this list I it never really it never really translated over to fans I think for Dwight it's so obvious because fans look at him now and they're like this guy's a joke and this guy's an absolute waste of talent. He's got a terrible attitude. Teams can't wait to get rid of him, and he hasn't won anything. So who else should you put in there? That, that one championship for Kevin Garnett
1: changes everything. Yeah. And that's what a championship does, though. Rings change perspective on a career. And that's why I think Dwight sticks around, finds a team, takes that seven, $8 million exception, and lands somewhere. Which he means be, he's probably not coming here. He would be a perfect team-up with LeBron guy.
0: Hey, you're gonna take less money. You want to You talk about guys at the end of their careers trying to chase rings. Shaq did that whole thing where he talked about yeah. talked to ESPN over the weekend, chasing rings. Sh- Dwight Howard, it was a great interview. Dwight Howard, it was so. It was just you can't. He didn't understand. like it? I
1: loved it. It was just it, Well, you can't. Okay, got to get past the fact that he can't speak English.
0: What it What it did though is it showed the overbloated opinion that Shaq has of his career in terms of how good he was at the end, where he's saying I was like LeBron chasing rings, where Shaq was 40 pounds overweight. And he was so
1: good in his youth.
0: LeBron James is now is still a top three player, the best player in the NBA. Shaq was not that when he went no. to Cleveland and Boston. Um, but I can see where he was coming from. That being said, though, uh, Dwight Howard is in that hot potato stage of his career where he's going to jump from team to team to team. If he's in the NBA, and I still think there's a great chance that he's he isn't because a lot of teams are going to look at him and say, you know, like I don't want to deal with the headache. I don't want to bring him into my I don't want the Dwight Bola virus infecting my locker room. It's going to be a ton of one-year deals where Dwight, if he wants to play another 25 years in the NBA, he'll have a chance to play for all 30 teams, and that will be some. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. No, no one plays long enough, but he might have a chance. <laughs> Who do you think the most disliked player in the NBA is? I think Dwight Howard is on that list. We'll fill in a couple of other names. We'll do the Daily Rewind. A lot coming up. It's live, local, and loud.
3: This is ESPN 580 Orlando's Live,
2: Local, and Loud.
0: So who do you think the most hated player in the NBA is? Dwight Howard's definitely on the list. I don't think he's at the top, but I think he's on the list. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunowitz, Nicky Football. Thanks for hanging out here on a Wednesday edition of the show. It's Live, Local, and Loud. Texture writes in... Rayshon Rondo needs to be on that list as most disliked players. Rondo was on your list. Uh, Lance Stevenson, most hated player in the NBA. Rondo
1: to the most annoying list as well. He annoys you as a player. Yes. Why is that? He just won't shut up. Why should he shut up? He's just that whole thing with Isaiah Thomas was annoying. I didn't need all the other grief. Is about the video. Is that what we're doing in Boston now? Oh, I like that. I thought that you was hilarious. That? Right? Well, I mean, I think
0: that Jean Rondo makes a really good point. The the whole The whole tribute video thing has gotten so out of hand in, we don't I don't do know, enough of it in, Orlando. in all of these sports. No, no. I mean, uh, Elf- we did one this year for Alfred Payton, who didn't were win. I saying goodbye. He didn't. He came back with Phoenix, and it was thank you for the good times, yes. Alfred. I guess I missed the good times.
1: He if didn't win crap throw, here in Orlando. You throw him a bone. No, I don't want to. What what he did wonders for hairstyles in Orlando.
0: I think he actually took us back about 30 years in terms of hairstyles here in Orlando. I think that <laughs> I think it would have been nice and now he's cut the hair. It would have been nice for him to cut the hair he's while he was Daytona here now. in Orlando. Texture writes and most hated uh players in the NBA, DeMarcus Cousins, Dwight Howard, and Draymond Green. Draymond's on that list. Your instigators are on the list. Lance Stevenson, Draymond Green, guys
1: that just irritate you. You know who else? I don't think Draymond's hated.
0: Oh, I do. Really? I think a lot of guys. Oh yeah. I mean, look at the Tristan Thompson, Draymond Green beef during the NBA Finals. I think that I think I think he's probably a very disliked guy amongst players. In I the think NBA. Zaza's got to be number one. If you Zaza, you can throw on this list because he injures guys.
1: Yeah. That's got to be the most nah, – He's too quiet. Because that's what KG did.
0: He's too quiet. KG would injure people. He's not enough of an NBA player. Zaza, I can't even get off the bench in the playoffs. He's not enough of a player to be disliked. He's not good enough to waste to, to, to waste your emotion on. Mm. When he gets out he there, break though, your ankle. everyone's running for their lives. Yeah, I mean, yes. the San Antonio Spurs, I'm sure they thank Zaza Pachulia to, for, for that. Boogie Cousins? Yeah, I just mentioned him, DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. Boogie – Boogie's an interesting, an interesting case in this because I think that there's a segment of players that want to play with him because they see an extremely talented player. I don't know is is he a guy that's more disliked by front offices and I think he's disliked by everyone. He's got to be
1: in my top three. Yet Anthony Davis wants to keep him in New Orleans. They've clicked. They 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 have, but I just mean, because one guy likes you doesn't mean the legal does. He still make, could be the most I w- hated. I wouldn't have him
0: on this list. I wouldn't. Really? I, I wouldn't. No, because I I don't I don't think I would. No. Is he
1: in your top ten? No. Wow.
0: No. I, I mean I would have Dwight Howard on this list. I would have Draymond Green on the list because he's the kind of instigator and and guy that gets under your skin. If he's on your team, you love him. But if you're not one of the other fourteen guys on the Warriors. You absolutely hate that guy. Here's a really sneaky one, Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul's extremely disliked by other NBA players. The guys that are kind of on his level in his clique, LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade, the banana boat guys. I'm sure they love him. The guys on his team, someone like uh, like like James Harden. I'm sure they like him. But Chris Paul's the kind of guy where like you're in the middle of a game and he's just complaining to the official, and you want to look at him and just say, dude. Dude, you guys are up fifteen. Why are you complaining about what could have been a foul with 15 seconds left in the fourth quarter? Get over it. I think he'd be a guy that a lot of NBA players wouldn't like. So who's in your top three? Dwight. Okay. I'm looking for a third. Dwight and Draymond are two. Okay. That NBA players. I'm talking players, not fans. Yeah, that yeah, players yeah, look yeah, at yeah, and yeah. just are kind of like they roll their eyes at him.
1: Uh, I- mine is Dwight, J.R., and Rajon Rondo. Oh, J.R. Smith, really? Well, wow, that yeah. hurts. That hurts, Jr. Smith, man. He's a tool bag,
0: on and off the court. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, like it's just JR's Jr. It's like, okay, whatever.
1: Like, no, you don't think, especially now that he's added to the lore of his idiocy, that teams and players are looking at him, going, "You're giving us all a bad name." I mean, part of it's too NBA players don't want to look like a bunch of schmucks. He makes them look like a bunch of schmucks. Texture writes into two,
0: one, two, three, two. No one cares about Dwight anymore to dislike him, so maybe there's more apathy there. Kevin Durant because he stacked the deck. LOL. KD, I got CJ McCollum on Twitter telling me that he wrecked the league. Maybe that's one. I, I'm not a subscriber to KD wrecked the league. I'm just, I think that that's way overblown. But uh, uh, maybe you can throw Kevin Durant on this list. 844 225 Text is 21232. Not top three, though. No, definitely not. He's he's, he's much 10? further down. No.
1: If he got a tattoo on his face. If he got Tupac on one side of his head. I... Uh,
0: No, I don't think so. Let's get to the Daily Rewind. (laughs) Nick and
2: Jerry weigh in on the day sports conversation. It's the Daily Rewind.
0: Let's get to ESPN Afternoons with Scott Inez. Scotty, today, he agrees with me. Dwight's likely playing his final days in the NBA.
2: By the way, folks, get a good look at Dwight Howard. Get a really good look at Dwight Howard in Brooklyn Net uniform next year because Dwight Howard will not be in the NBA next year his career will be over at the age of 33 mark my words done why do i
1: say that well number one because as we all know the nba has moved away from the big man or at least the big man
2: who plays on the low post offensively i gotta tell you that the the big man is is a dinosaur today in the nba if you're a big man you better be able to pull up and hit that three-pointer dwight said last summer remember we made fun of him we made fun of him last year He's on ESPN, and he's talking about working on his threes. Come on. Come on, big fella. Delusional Dwight BS again.
1: Number two, Dwight Howard is more trouble than he's worth. You just heard it again. He's done. Why?
0: He is a cancer. He doesn't fit with teams anymore. For whatever reason, Dwight Howard has not been able to mold into a team Since leaving Orlando, didn't fit in L.A. next to Kobe Bryant. Houston couldn't get him out of there fast enough when it finally all came crumbling down. And Houston is better off without him. Atlanta, one year, they trade him to Charlotte. Charlotte, exactly 365 days later, they trade him to Brooklyn. And now Brooklyn has him for one season. And I don't think they bring him back next year. This is about a
1: salary dump for him. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a salary dump anywhere. But I just disagree that he's not going to—I mean, he's not going to be happy— but he's gonna to have to settle for less money to stick in in the nba
3: he's not I,
0: done he might take some less money man but i'll tell you what i if i'm an organization and i need a guy to fill out my team i'm going to take a g-league over dwight howard because i just don't want to deal with the attitude Oof. the guy is just an absolute cancer let's get to golick and wingo 6 to 10 a.m right here on espn 580 today they had adam silver on and they were asked about LeBron's streak in the finals
2: i'm not sure what system we could develop if if supposedly the right outcome was he shouldn't be in the finals eight eight years in a row and i'm not suggesting it is but from a system standpoint i don't know what we can do differently i don't think anybody was looking at at cleveland going into the finals and saying what a loaded team i can't believe he has so many superstars around him with you know with complete respect to his teammates
0: that's the nba commissioner adam silver uh there is one thing that you can do, and that's force LeBron James into the Western Conference. That will stop the NBA Finals streak right away because there's nowhere he can go in the West that would put him over the top of Golden State. I still like Golden State over a Houston Rockets team unless he joins Golden State. of Harden unless unless he drives unless he joins Golden State. That that's that's right. But I mean, if he goes to the Lakers or he goes to the Spurs or he ends up with the Houston Rockets, I just I don't see them beating Golden State, the team that. That they currently have form. They still have four all-stars. They have a better bench. Houston would have to move a lot of their guys on their team to get uh LeBron James. I, I don't I don't see that happening. That's why I think he's going to stay east. It's why you can't count Cleveland out as a team that would uh that would keep LeBron. I think Cleveland, Houston, I mean Cleveland. Uh, Philadelphia and, and Boston are very likely teams if he stays. He's got to stay in the Eastern
1: Conference if he wants to keep making it to Why the NBA Finals. Why is Kyrie not in this conversation in this offseason? Because, I mean, by all intensive recollection of what I have, Boston has no real reason to keep him if there's other options out there, especially if Kawhi is on the market.
0: Why is he not in the conversation?
1: What do you mean? I mean, I would, you know, we were talking about offseason moves. Kyrie could easily be moved by Danny Oh, Age. no doubt. No doubt. But it's just not not one of the mumblings out there you're hearing. Because I think that Boston looks
0: at their team and they say, hey, like, we have an all-star point guard, an NBA Finals winning point guard, and this team that's built to contend for the next 10 years, they may not be interested in a LeBron, but if Kawhi Leonard calls up and says, I want to come to Boston, they're much more likely to trade Gordon Hayward than they are Kawhi, uh, than they are Kyrie, because... It's kind of the similar position mm. players and also it's control. Kyrie's only under control for one more season. Then he's a free agent. So I think that has something to do with it as well. And that's
1: going to be the big player for next
0: year. Pro golfer Rory McIlroy interviewed on the Will Cain show today uh, and was asked about Phil Mickelson's putt at the U.S. Open. Golf guy's still angry about this, and I, I really don't know why.
3: You know, I, I know that there's a lot of guys that are frustrated with the setup and with the USGA and all that sort of stuff. and you know i I can see you know with Phil it's the one that he hasn't won. you know he feels like it's a tricked up setup and and you know it's it got to him you know it's you know and you know it's it's gotten to me before you know I, I mightn't go to the same lengths that that he did to to sort of make a statement about it but um you know it's I thought you know being you know within that you know group of players i mean I, I thought there was a, a bit of an overreaction to it I don't think you know you know there was a lot of negativity around it and you know Phil's made a disgrace of the game and this and that and I don't I don't buy that I mean he got frustrated he did something that he probably shouldn't have done but it's not as if he tried to cheat it's not as if he tried to you know get one over on the field or anything so I think there was a a massive reaction to someone that just lost his cool in the heat of the moment.
0: Jerry we didn't get to talk about this because you weren't out on Monday with me to talk about the US Open what did you think about Phil in that putt on ten? It didn't
1: bother me. I actually appreciated the passion. It wasn't something that I kind of stuck in my craw. A golf guy gets all upset about this. And I don't know. I don't uh. really understand why. He took the two-stroke
0: penalty. Yeah. It's not like he cheated. He got caught, and... And now Phil Mickelson, he apologized today saying, I know this should have come sooner, but it's taken me a few days to calm down. My anger and frustration got the best of me last weekend. I'm embarrassed and disappointed by my actions. It was clearly not my finest moment, and I'm sorry. I think the bad look is the way he tried to explain it after Saturday by acting like he was the smartest guy out on the golf course and was taking advantage of a rule. He should have just said, you know what? It's a crappy golf course. They tricked this thing up. I don't like the way they handle this. So I decided that I was going to act out the best way I could. You want to DQ me? DQ me. But, I mean, Phil Mickelson can be upset. The guy that really should be upset, though, is Dustin Johnson. There's a they rumor
1: st- that, within the, especially the European tour players, that they may start to boycott USGA events. I would. That was an absolute joke uh, of a course. Especially on
0: Saturday Let's get to Stephen A. Smith You
3: know I I know that there's a lot of guys that are What is Popovich's
2: temper How long is he for this And when you got one of the top three players in the world Who's playing for an organization That's been in the postseason 20 consecutive years That have five ranks to show To validate their greatness And their first class stature As the gold standard of the NBA arguably And the man don't want to play for you Should that give Greg Popovich cause to pause I think so Stephen A. Smith, you can
0: catch him one to three here on ESPN 580, Stephen A. Smith Show. Uh, this, of course, in a response to the art, to the report from Adrian Wojanowski and Ramona Shelburne of ESPN. Spurs coach Greg Popovich and Kawhi Leonard meeting Tuesday in Southern California. I don't know, man. I think they got a chance to turn this thing around, Jerry. Really? I think Kawhi. I think Kawhi. It's No, gets,
1: apparently it got worse. <sighs> apparently, he had another sit down with with
0: Pop. No, they they talked last night. Yeah. They talked last night. This is going to be like kind of knocking over a a, a vending machine. You're going to have to kind of bump it back and forth a couple of times. People close to it
1: said that he's basically Pop, and this sounds horrible, has sold out Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker as being the ones that caused the rift, but there's no universe those two didn't have permission. They didn't do it without Pop's direction. Yes.
0: Pop Pop definitely orchestrated that, and maybe that was the thing that completely ruined this, but... uh, it feels like a kind of meeting, the meeting that they had yesterday of, okay, let's have one last crack at this, and if it doesn't work, we trade him on draft night. That's what makes tomorrow extremely interesting. But I don't know, man. Until he's traded, I'm going to think that Greg Popovich and has he's a chance on to turn list. this thing around. Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. No. Top no he's ten? not. No. Stop saying top 10. No. <laughs> when he's I say no, schmuck. he's not on my list. No. Oh. He's not. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. little crap. Who's the most disliked player in the NBA? No, no, We're getting I love a lot of good Levar ones here. Ball. Yeah, Levar Ball. Uh, he might be and his son Lonzo <laughs> might be too. It's live local and loud. This is ESPN
3: 580 Orlando's live, local and loud.
0: Nick and Jerry back on a, t- on a Wednesday. It's live, local, and loud here on ESPN
1: 580. I'm telling me, this week's messed up. Nah, the NBA draft is thrown me You've messed off. me
0: up now. I wanted to say Thursday, then I was like, wait a minute, it's Tuesday. No, nah, it's definitely a hump day. Live, local, and loud. Catch us every single weekday, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 580. I'm here, Jerry sometimes isn't. I don't know. Sometimes Jerry just, at least mentally, is not, not quite present no,
1: here No, no, 100% I agree. The show. I'm not always no. mentally here.
0: Uh, we're talking about the most disliked players in the NBA. Texture writes in, Steph Curry. I should have had Steph on this list. Really? I think a lot of players don't like Steph. He faked taking a you-know-what on the logo. The shimmy is old. The mouthpiece hanging out. Uh, he's He plays it way too cute. It's gotten old. Steph Curry could be on this list, man. He could wow. be from NBA players. Uh, he's one of the most made fun of players in the league. Like wow. that's that's what you hear. And uh our buddy Heaven Clark tweets me at ESPN five eighty Nick, uh players hate Steph Curry. They're jealous of him. Put Kevin Durant on the list, Draymond Green on the list, and Dwight Howard's wow. definitely on the list. So the Warriors So get, should
1: Dwight go to Golden State? Maybe get, he belongs on that team. They
0: can go four for four there on that on that tweet. Definitely they can
1: lines are open eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. Right now on the line we have someone who I hate more than anybody else in Orlando. That's David Bowman. Good How you start doing? to
2: this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of an introduction, Jerry. Don't What's you, up, love, Jerry? That? Up, Don't you love that? Don't you
1: love that? I love when you destroy my buddy Nikki football there on that little TV thing you guys do sometimes at night. That's always fun and
2: entertaining. Hey, we have to fun watch. fun with
1: that. Yeah, it, it always, it's always good, good time to see you there.
2: That. On, uh... Spectrum sports. Absolutely.
1: So uh, David, um, I'd love to get you on when we want a little bit of magic rant, we'll call it. So I give you the floor. Sure. What are you looking forward to tomorrow night with the six pick for the Orlando Magic?
2: I, I know it's all over the place. I know fans are all over the place with who they want what they want and then whether the Magic should trade. But I've been on the Trey Young bandwagon uh, from day one uh, all through the lulls in the season for Oklahoma. I think he's an electric player. Uh, he Uh, would be, in my opinion, the first player on a Magic roster since probably Hito Turkoglu, who's got the potential to create his own shot. I mean, we could have said that about Victor Oladipo, but Oladipo couldn't shoot when he was in Orlando. He does now in Indiana. Uh, But uh, it's still wide open, guys. Uh, uh, Source told me the Magic are still between five and six players at this point. It will come down to the wire, and uh, I did confirm that they will be picking best player available. So they're not targeting point guard or power forward or anything in particular. And uh, so to me, that means there could be a lot of improvising tomorrow night, depending on what the teams out in front do.
1: Now, that said, best man available at the number six pick, you are likely then going to be picking someone in a crowded field as far as what's available there in a Magic uniform. Is there a chance we see a trade with a pick tomorrow night by the Orlando Magics front office?
2: I I do think that that could be a possibility because a source had told me uh, only about a week and a half ago that the magic still were doing heavy uh, uh, analysis on players 15 through 20, uh, which leads me to believe that it could be a possibility that the magic trade down. uh, If they deem that one of the players that they like there at 6 could be had down at 8 or, say, 10 or even 12. And uh, one of the mock drafts I saw yesterday had Trey Young falling all the way to, to 12. So uh, is it a possibility for the Magic to trade down? Well, with the roster that they have and all the needs that they have, I think it's a possibility that they could get some assets and future draft picks if they elect the trade route.
1: Uh, this draft, in my opinion, has been one of the most colorful or at least open, maybe except for pick yeah. one, which I still say there's a chance that pick one could go different than expected. But that Phoenix said, has yeah. just
0: been too quiet, haven't yeah, they? they? Yeah, yeah, Phoenix so- has been very DeAndre quiet. DeAndre Ayton's out there signing Suns
1: jerseys yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of a little bit weird. The whole thing <laughs> kind of gives me a funny taste in my mouth. My question for you is, what's your over-under on trades tomorrow night? Six?
2: Ooh. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's almost like there could be a lot or nothing. That's what it seems like to me. And I think it probably starts with Memphis there at four is Memphis going to make a move where they get to, uh, uh, basically rid themselves, uh, of the contract of, of Chandler Parsons, which was four years, 96 million. And, uh, you know, we know Chandler well here in Orlando. He's from Orlando. Uh, he's a great guy, but the injuries have just really taken a toll on him. Um, so if Memphis moves at four, I think we could see a little bit of a domino effect uh, where teams start to um, kind of ride that wave and uh, make some moves. So I, I kind of think it's an all or nothing thing. My, you know, th- like you said, Jerry, this is a colorful draft. It's 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 probably the most uh, exciting one uh, I can remember in, in recent years because I do think there is so much talent, um, and I do think you know teams that are a little bit down. 10 and beyond recognize that if they can get into the top 10, they could get themselves a damn good player. So um, uh, I'm going to say no, uh, but with the caveat, if Memphis makes the move there at four, I could see a domino effect.
1: Uh, We only got a minute left, and I know you're busy talking to David Bauman, uh, a name that uh, has owned the sports scene here in Central Florida forever. Hate to age you there, David. Uh, But (laughs) my last question is there's always one green room rat. Uh, Who's the green room rat tomorrow? Mm. It
2: might be Trey.
1: (laughs) uh, Who sits there all night, gets to know everybody? You mean
2: a guy who is is spurned and... And continues to fall? Yeah, it continues sits, sits
1: in the green room all night.
2: Um, you know, I think it could be Wendell Carter. Wow. Because I've seen some mock drafts, uh, and, and to tell you the truth, I'm not sure if he's even invited, but I have seen some mock drafts having him fall all the way uh, to 15. So, um I, that he would be my guess. Uh, I, I also do think it's, like I said, I mean, I think there's a chance Trey falls. Uh, I saw a mock draft yesterday. I had him at 12, you know, and I've had him up there for a good majority of the year in between, uh, I'd say, three and seven is where I've had him pretty much all year. So um, it, it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be fun, guys.
0: He is David Bauman. David, really do appreciate you coming on, Matt. Congratulations on the engagement. We'll talk to you next week, man.
2: I appreciate that, Nicky. Thanks. Hey, Jerry. I'm having myself a Yingling right now. At the oh! theater. That's right. I'm seeing the new uh, Fred Rogers movie. You know, I'm a Rollins alum, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of pride with uh, Fred Rogers. So the new Mr. Rogers movie at NC, and this place is packed. And I'm drinking Yingling, boys.
1: Thank you very much, David.
2: Always good to hey, catch up. Professional as
1: always. We'll talk
0: more NBA NBA draft. Some uh, some other news and notes as well. Hour number two coming up next. Live, local, and loud.